Hey guys, welcome to the South. You're just going to laugh at me. I'm trying to do an intro to the show right now, and you're just already laughing at me. I got to take a deep breath sometimes. Welcome back to Cover Down, episode four, guys. Today we're going to be going over a few awesome things, some uh, exciting things that the show's going to be doing, as well as the Guardians of the Purple Heart. We got uh, Allison from Team Red, White, and Blue of Connecticut here, and uh, Doug's going to sing Let It Go at the end of the show. It's going to be great. I am not. <laughs> I will not be singing Let It Go. It is a good song, though. Put um, an F in chat if you want Doug to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then that's where we roll to the intro. Right there. Okay. Intro. Intro. Roll the intro. <laughs> All right, so today's episode is sponsored by fellow podcasters, Nothing Pacific. Yeah, I said that right. Not specific, but Nothing Pacific. Uh, Ibram and Marty are two buddies in New Mexico that during the day are garbage men, but trash people at night. Um, those are their words, not mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every week they get together to discuss, well, nothing specific. Uh, everything from their jobs and how much they hate them to science fiction, rocket-powered babies, and dead people. And... Uh, what hawks with laser eyeballs yeah that was actually like, kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> anyways new episodes uh come out every tuesday so you can listen to nothing was uh pacific a non-specific podcast uh on apple spotify and other podcasting platforms uh, they're pretty good guys so check them out that is a mouthful <laughs> well, i mean i don't i don't get to choose their names and anything. they're nice of us to sponsor tongue-tied <laughs> All right. So, hey, before we start the show today, if you're liking what we're doing um, and you agree with, you know, with the message that we're trying to send as far as cover down the Guardians of Purple Heart goes, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed yet. Um, we have a goal to eventually get to the point where we can monetize the channel and all exactly. that's going to go towards the charity. All right. So uh, help us out with that. All right. So how... How was the last two weeks? I, mean, I don't, you know, doing this every two weeks is definitely helpful for everything else that we have to do, you know, with ourselves and the organization, but definitely it's, it's I miss too being here it's too long. two weeks. What yeah. have you been up to? Um, obviously working a lot, but mm. we've had a lot of... A lot of movement within the organization, as you know. We have yeah. a lot of huge things on, on the forefront. Um, yeah. This is going huge. to... This is really going to get more of the community involved. Um, it's it's big. I can't say anything just yet because of legality issues, and we have to make sure that we're talking to the right people mm -hmm. and we're getting everything lined up before we make these announcements. But it's it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Nick, is that a timer just going off in the background right now? You got all of our technical difficulties that we have on this show sometimes. They're, om they're almost comical. It's you know a, what's funny? Is it's like a Greek every, tragedy. Before every episode, we sit there and we, we take notes from like the last episode. Yep. And then we fix those mistakes. And then we come to another recording. And then there's a whole other thing that we have to make sure that we don't do for the next episode. So, I don't know... <clears throat> what I'm doing yet <laughs> but you're doing a yeah, great job I don't job, think any but... of us know what we're doing yet <laughs> we'll make it work <laughs> we're making it work man 
Um, yeah, so we've been doing we've been doing all kinds of I don't want to use the term crazy moves because that just sounds ridiculous. But we've been putting no. in a lot of hours. Is it instrumental a lot moves? Of, is what is a, what we can a lot call of hard it. work to try moves. to. To bring us to new heights. Yeah. The, the one thing about nonprofits is that we have to remember is that without uh, residual income, mm-hmm. um, we have to get on that creative side yeah. to basically remain sustainable and relevant um, coming, you know, in the coming year. Mm-hmm. And these moves that we're making is they're going to make us relevant and I think, sustainable. For- I think that there's no better people to work that project than people like yourself, me and Nick, who at our age are naturally fighting to remain relevant in life. Um, yeah, so higher midlife. Yeah, because you're old. Yeah, higher midlife crisis people, right? <laughs> <laughs> midlife yeah, crisis in old. my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, well, you do anything cool those last two weeks? Um, interesting? Not really. I don't think so. I can't. Just work. I can't think of anything. Yeah, just worked. I've been teaching a lot, so that's been that's been draining and exhausting. I but bet. it's it's great. I mean, making some really really great headway in nice. my job and in the place that I'm at. So it's and getting recognized for it, which is a little bit you know on the mm-hmm. awkward side. But other than that, just working and you know trying to build the podcast with you guys, and then trying to build the organization and make all those moves. So it's been it's been very busy two weeks. Wow. Yeah. What no, about you? Coming, oh, geez. Jan- I hate Januarys <laughs> so much, man. At least for work purposes. Really. Because everybody comes back with this renewed vigor. It yep. gets really frustrating. It's like, look, <laughs> the world has not changed since we left in December and came back in January. You don't need to reinvent everything yeah. that we do here. So it becomes difficult. That motivation will die out in February. <laughs> oh, yeah. Normally. Normally. But then I had my, my annual review on my job. It was great. It's great. Um, I like to ask the question, are you satisfied with my service at the end on uh, a scale a of question. one to 10? My boss just looked at me and said at a scale of one to can't, I even, <laughs> or one to even, I can't. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but he, good for you. He can't even. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I don't know if it's good for me or not. We're going to find out. I have to give you a raise months. in the organization. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. You get paid. Zero times five is zero. <laughs> you get paid double your salary, which is nothing. <laughs> That's awesome. Math skills are great. Yeah. The only exciting thing was, is that, uh, that, that I think Nick and I are going to go see, going to go see Anthrax here in February. Secured us some, some free tickets. Sweet. I get to go see Brantley Gilbert. I don't know who is that songs at all. Just he's a well, you, but black label society is going to be there with him and you know, their songs. I know their songs. Yeah. (laughs) You know, one anthrax song, madhouse. No, if I played it, you'd know it. It's a classic eighties one. Anyways. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You're going to get me on, on like a metal diversion path, you know, with our conversation and I'll talk for days. Um, so, what else is, is you know we got plans for the show we kind of yeah. talked about the last time and yep. big idea is we're gonna have way more people on we got a, mm-hmm. another guest today yep. one of many right yep. we were talking last night they're gonna actually start having to write out the schedule either that or go to every week recording at this you point know, one of the two i'm fine with that if my wife is listening <laughs> i would really love to do this every week um looks directly at camera <laughs> awkward stare <laughs> awkward stare um but yeah so we we have all kinds of guests lined up, and today we got we got Allison right from Team Red, White, and Team Blue. Team Red, White, and Blue. Team nice. RWB. Team RWB. Yep. Um, yeah. Team Team uh, Audio Video Cables. 
Oh yeah, true. <laughs> I was just, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like red, white. I say, like, you say RWB. The first thing I think of, but it's red, white, and yellow is oh, the audio whatever. video cables. Well, at least it's not red, white, and green. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Looks over at Allison. <laughs> Call back to previous joke before the show. <laughs> Called out. <laughs> you saw that Greyhound bus coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, is is there anything specific that you wanted to put out about the Guardian so far? Uh, or we want yeah, to keep so, everything hush so hush? I mentioned I mentioned this in the first episode that the hardest part of this organization is finding a Purple Heart recipient to step up mm-hmm. and say, I need help. And it just so happens that when we were at Vets Rock last November, yeah. um, there was a Vietnam vet, Purple Heart recipient that we know uh, personally in the organization and known him for like the last seven years. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to me and then he said one thing, which kind of like just threw up a red flag in my head. Mm -hmm. And then I spoke to him last week and he officially came on as our 2023 honorary recipient. His name is Morris or Mo Mm -hmm. Bodine. And he is... The dude's a breath of fresh air. Like he is just absolutely amazing to talk to. Sweetest man you'll ever meet. But he's when I talk to him, it almost sounded like he got a little bit choked up oh, when yeah. I was just like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna bring you on as a recipient." And he, I was like, "You really have no choice at this point, right? Because mm-hmm. I know you need help, so we're gonna help you." And he was just like, "Okay, let's do it." Nice. So yeah, we are we're ramping up full speed ahead. And I think this is the first time that we've. Out- ever had a recipient come in this early in the game really yeah and that's the thing like a lot of times we'll get them we might get them in like march or april so Mm -hmm. it's a mad dash to you know figure out how we're going to help and who we're going to contact but now it's you know it's full speed ahead we know who we're helping Uh, like i said he has a personal relationship with the organization Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people do know him Mm -hmm. and then it's like we know exactly where we're going to help them and it's just working with the VA and stuff to, to figure it all out. But we, nice. we could not be any more excited to, to have a recipient this early. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited because then we, we have that kind of picture in head, our head of who, exactly. who we're working for yep. for the rest of the year. Right. Yep. And so. he might actually even be our first, like uh, probably will be our first recipient where we basically take the, the podcast and yeah. we go to him we go mobile, and people. we do the, like the mobile interview where we, you know, talk to him, get his story we're and, his history and stuff so yeah there's a there's a lot of exciting things coming on and that was just like the the cherry on top yeah and with all the other moves and and stuff that we're doing yeah things are kind of just falling into place as of late it's it's pretty cool yeah i mean there was also like also within the last two weeks it was like a huge blow to the organization we found out that you know spirit gallery is is closing its doors which is where we hosted the honor ink tattoo event yeah but at the same time with these moves there's there's going to be that opportunity for us to like reinvent the wheel. Yeah, close and the door, then, open a window type exactly, thing. Exactly, right? It is, a, it is a huge hit, and we don't want to see that happen. But yeah, I both, mean, both for the organization and personally for a lot of us. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's, that's where we've, we've spent the last few years. Yeah, I think it was like five or six years yeah. we spent there. Yeah. Uh, it just... It, it is what it is, right? We, yeah, we have yeah, no control life, over right? the situation, so it's just, you know, we learned it in the military, adapt and overcome, yep. right? You know, mm-hmm. it's just that mission we can't it's, complete. It's either, it's either adapt and overcome or never find yourself attached to anything <laughs> because it's going to, you know, I always joke that like the military was like high school, like don't yep. get, like become friends with somebody, but don't get too attached because in four years they're gone. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's really yeah. hard concept to explain to people, but if you go four years of shared experiences and right, it's shared experiences, what is what creates relationships. 
and then that person you never see again, that's freaking rough. Yeah. So eventually I noticed the longer you get in, the less and less relationships you start to develop while you're in the service. But yeah. uh, at least some of them still survive. Right, Nick? Yeah. But huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's not paying attention. <laughs> Nick, Nick and I served on shore duty together and we're still friends. So even though he's still in and I got out, but it's a, it's a long distance relationship and we make it work. I love you, boo boo. <laughs> All right. So I think, I think now's the point in time in the show where, you know, yeah, let's, let's, let's bring Alice on. She's got a lot Allison of stuff on, to man. talk about. Yeah. I mean, Team RW is a fantastic organization, so yeah. it's there's a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, I was, they got a super cool website. I was checking them out last night. You know how I like to do research before we invite a guest on, and uh, I like their message. Yeah, you know? and uh, specifically, they, they they talked about family a lot. Yeah, and they're very family like, oriented organization. Yeah, like family very family oriented. So, yeah, exactly. So, without further ado, let's bring on Allison from Team RWB. Yeah. She's got the RWB Yeti yeah. shirts. I know. It's it's like RWB's like rebranding the the podcast. <laughs> Slowly taking over. Yeah. And and she comes with gifts too. That was the thing. <laughs> I always like that. That's fine with me. So welcome to Cover Down Podcast. Mm-hmm. En- enjoy enjoy the uh the debauchery and oh, geez. the shenanigans. I believe the term is debauchery. Debauchery. Debauchery? I don't know. Words are hard. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Blame it on the TBI. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Allison Heck. Um, I am actually a civilian um, volunteering for a veteran organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad served 26 years in the Navy, and uh, he ah. passed away in uh 1999, and I wanted to do something in his memory, and that's how Team Red, White, and Blue came into my life. Mm. So, um, come from a long line of military uh, families. Uh, back when my dad was growing up, it was no such thing as college. It was either you join the military or you work on the family farm. So, oh, that's, I would say that's about, that, is, that is such an American statement. Yeah. My dad was a child of eight, so uh, let's just say a lot of them joined the military. Nice. And then I. No one wanted to farm. <laughs> well, on my mom's side, I can't tell you how many greats. I think it's two greats. Um, Great grandfather was uh, in the military, he was injured. Um, during a, uh, a war that he was in, and he actually went to Ford Theater to uh, to see what was going on at Ford Theater that night, and he was there when um, President Lincoln was shot. Wow. So, yeah. there's a little bit of my family history. That's nuts. Um, yeah, that goes I way have, back. So. <laughs> wow. I had, you know, it's like my grandfather was in World War One. so. Wow. Yeah, yeah we have all the history of family. But to go back to Abraham Lincoln, like, like my family, we, I think we go back to World War Two. I think that's about it. There might be something before that. Yeah, um, stuff hanging up. Yeah, that that's, that's crazy. That is regarding Lincoln. We have a whole entire wall. That's nuts. So. Yeah, I mean, like, you go back long enough and then uh, if you have a family that that has always kind of been in the military, like, like for me, it's like my dad uh, was part of the Iranian hostage crisis. 
My grandfather was on the Torsk during the Cuban Missile Crisis that brought the Russian submarine to the surface that had the nuclear torpedo on it and stuff. But like that's kind of as far back as we go, like just to World War II. So to go step further all the way back to Abraham Lincoln is kind of crazy when you think about it. Like that's that's nuts. But so it sounds like you just kind of been surrounded by this your entire life, and then you were you were a Navy brat like myself. Yeah. um, Right. My parents had me later in life, so my dad. um, I was I'm. 45. So I was born in 1977. My dad retired in 1980. So um, he had served already 26 years uh, when he retired in 1980. And he wanted to see me grow up. And so that's why he got out when he got out. And I can respect uh, that. Yeah. So that's the same thing that I did. But from 1980 until 1999, when he passed away, it was you go visit fellow shipmates. Mm-hmm. If you go on vacation, you visit every single base there is. You go to decommissioning of submarines. So yeah, it's it. I actually still keep in contact with a couple of my dad's old shipmates. So it's been in my blood all my life. So I've um, I miss <laughs> I miss that experience of actually going with my dad over to the commissary mm-hmm. and to the next because that was something him and I did together. I'd always go with him grocery shopping over there. And my mom has the rights to go over to the base and once in a blue moon we go over and it was the first time since COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family was in from California and we took my cousin over to see the Nautilus and then we brought him over on base and gave him a tour of the base. And the first time I'd been over there since the pandemic started. Yeah. It was nice to be back in the base. Yeah, once it's in your blood, it's kind of hard to get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, I still I still just drive by the base just to, just to look at it every once in a while. <laughs> I look so, at it every day. Well, you, you work on it. So, you know, <laughs> I've been banned for life, <laughs> as I like to say. <laughs> they took my ID. Um, so, let's see. Uh so you that's kind of one of the reasons why you 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 jumped into team red white and blue then right because so i was at sir i i was a big time runner back in the day uh 2014 i was running the surf town half marathon in um rhode island and i was a part of a running group called the red felt running club Mm -hmm. and um a bunch of runners were all over the nation and I was running with a bunch of uh, my running friends and two girls that were friends of mine were wearing Team RWB and I'm like, what's Team RWB? Sounds so cool. I asked them about it. And um, so I did a little you know, research on it. At the time, I didn't want to fundraise. I didn't mm-hmm. want to join a group where, hey, <laughs> I don't want to sell baked goods. Money, <laughs> to be honest. And at the time, I looked for my father passed away of colon cancer, so I looked for colon cancer, uh, you know, something I could run for colon cancer. But there was nothing locally. Yeah. So I uh, found Team Red, White, and Blue, reached out to them, and at the time in Connecticut, we had uh, a Hartford chapter and a Danbury chapter. Mm-hmm. I don't like driving to Hartford, and Danbury was way too far away. So I joined the um, Team RWB Rhode Island chapter. It's right over the border. Yeah, I mean, we're not that far. Yeah, we're not far from Rhode Island. So I um, joined, which is the ironic thing here, is I didn't realize it until a few years ago. I joined December 30th, 19, uh, 
uh, no, December 30th, 2014. Mm -hmm. My dad passed away December 30th, 1999. Yeah, wasn't that serendipitous? So That's um, a big word. You're <laughs> welcome. Sometime in uh, my first event was in Rhode Island. It was Run as One. And that was in 2015, the winter of 2015. And my first ever event... I was there with a bunch of people. I didn't know anybody. So I don't understand I, these things. Who goes and runs for fun? So the best person like, to no, no, the best no, person no to offense. answer that question. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> the best person to answer that question is talk to Nico's wife Annie. She oh runs for fun. God, like it's like we're going on a fun run. That does not sound fun. <laughs> I tell I don't. I tell people I don't even run to the fridge for a sandwich. Like that is not that is not my thing. No, I gotta save the energy to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I I joined. I did this event. It was great. I met a bunch of um, eagles. We call ourselves eagles. Mm -hmm. um, as you can see, we have a eagle on our shirt. Um, so I joined and went to this event, had a great time. And there was somebody there that approached me and said, you live in Connecticut? I go, yeah. He goes, I live in Westerly. I was like, okay. I love not, Westerly. Not too far from uh, where I live in Waterford. And he was like, do you want to form a chapter? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just joined <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what that's like hey Seth I know you just joined you want to start a podcast <laughs> Actually, uh, hold on correction it was hey Seth you just joined and then the first meeting was like hey I got this really great idea um, how about we do a podcast <laughs> and then my my initial or my automatic reaction was get it done <laughs> oh yeah, I tasked myself and didn't even know exactly that's when, well, that's when Team RWB Groton um, was established, was at that event. Um, we started chit-chatting after that event, and we formed it. And for a lot of people who do not know what our mission statement is, um, our mission is to enrich the lives of American veterans by connecting them to their community through physical and social activity. Hmm. Um, our biggest thing, our vision, is forging Americans or America's leading health and wellness community for veterans. So we're big on health and wellness. Nice. Yeah, a lot of us could definitely use some health and wellness. I'm sitting there, I'm looking <laughs> in the mirror, and I'm like, man, you really let yourself go after you stop riding that you know, mile and a half a year, a year club, you know? As, as you're <laughs> sucking down a Big Mac pizza last night <laughs> and sending pictures of one Last night, you left. mean that this morning? It was like 3 o'clock okay. in the morning. I got yeah. up, and I was just like, mm, Big Mac pizza from two brothers. I, I can't say I have, I have not done the same thing with the, the meat lover's pizza or no, the chicken and waffle I, pizza. I think that's good because like, I, know, I know a lot of vets see that the, the – Within the first year of them leaving the service, like the, the first things they do is like one grow beard, you know, because <laughs> I can now. Um, and then after that, it's like they just stop their physical fitness. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, wow, you've gained some weight. At my work, I have like a hundred and some odd scales there to scale all, all of our products. Every once in a while, I'll step on one and be like, oh, 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 <laughs> it hurts to look at it. That was a bad idea. <laughs> this scale is obviously not calibrated, right? I stopped one still in. <laughs> We're not just running, though. You can walk, you can ruck, you can hike, you can, you can run. Um, you, you know, can good on all, all you, you ruckers out there, because... If running for fun sounds as dumb to me as it is, I can't imagine let's run for fun with a backpack full of crap on it. 
Well, you can also you can walk, kayak. Seth. You can walk. You can kayak. You can kayak. Uh, I might do that. Paddleboarding. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that before. Yeah, there's all sorts of different things that you can do. You can do yoga. Can we do like a? How do you yoga in a hike? Or you a, don't yoga oh. in a hike. What is wrong with you? Well, I, th- I thought it was like, like one destination to like, another. No, like the, the that's the Maybe thing. With RWB, it's like there's certain events. So if you have enough veterans who are interested in doing like a yoga or they'll host a yoga mm-hmm. event and then you go out there and do yoga. It's not just like RWB is strictly hiking or oh. rucking. It's getting outside and getting off the couch and, and participating in something physical. Can right? you start an RWB moon boot for fitness thing? <laughs> moon boot yeah we could buy all the moon boots and we just jump on them <laughs> yeah, I that. <laughs> you have two choices you can moon boot or you can skip it i can <laughs> guarantee you though if you actually put out there's going to be a moon boot event and then they provide the moon boots there'd be grown men out there breaking yep, moon boots exactly left and right. exactly i'm it jumping be... off the truck onto the ground see how high i can bounce <laughs> there'd be a lot of veterans being like look what i can do <laughs> we don't yeah. work on emotional maturity sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah yeah you know continue on go, go into a little bit further about about um team red white and blue and well, like the was, stuff they do it was founded and in focuses. 2010 uh by mike Irwin and a couple other eagles that were running a race and uh mike's our founder very um proactive very nice um, I've personally gotten to meet him once before, and when I went up to introduce myself, because I know who you are, mm-hmm. and um, he doesn't take the credit. What I like about him is he gives the credit to all his volunteers and mm. his staff who's making um, Team Red, White, and Blue what it is, because we are a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time when I first joined, and I'm not sure if the numbers are still correct, but it is pretty act- accurate in my way that I would think. We're about 70% veterans, 30% civilians, because um, civilians are invited into this veteran organization, because no matter what, as veterans, you guys are going to have to interact with civilians, especially yeah. after you get out Eventually. of the Unfortunately. And it's great, because we are open to all branches of the military. So I love hearing the banter that goes um, There's no banter. There's absolutely none. All branches, Army, Navy, Marines, Space Force. (laughs) That's it. All branches of the military. (laughs) (laughs) Here's looking at you, Sean. <laughs> is across the nation so we're um in all the states uh i went on vacation uh and went to california and they have a team rwb stockton california one partook in one of their events there uh went to tennessee looked to see if there was any events going on but i couldn't find anything during my time frame of being there just to interact mm-hmm. um but we're all over the place it's like a family uh, eventually, someday, my bucket list is to um, visit our home base, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. And they have a huge gym with the eagle uh, inside. And it just really looks cool. And I'd like to participate nice. in one of their events at the home base. It's like a super American karate dojo. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere's wearing American flag geese doing judo on each other. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's an American roundhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, 
I mean, we ride motorcycles. Does that count as physical fitness? We could actually do a social. We have done yeah. a social one time on a motorcycle ride. We went uh, to Buttonwoods uh, mm-hmm. for ice cream, and yeah. we had motorcycles. Yeah, antiquing and motorcycles. We can yeah. do that. That could be a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. There, we're not just about running. We do service, like volunteer work. We do nice. socials. So volunteer, like we just recently partook in Race Across America. Um, at George oh, yeah. and Waterford. So we yeah. were there to help put the wreaths um, down. And then we were there also to help clean up. We've also partake, um, partook in um, Flags In, Flags Out at the Connecticut State Veterans um, Cemetery. Okay. So uh, for Memorial Day, that's one of the um, events we partook in. So we went and put all the flags um, in at the cemetery. And then we were there to take them out. They also do that for Veterans Day as well. Um, We have um, teamed up with uh, the Mohegan Striders. They're a local running group here in Connecticut. And they asked us to um, do a water station for the John and Jesse Kelly Half Marathon. And we hand out uh, water to a thousand runners. How far is a half marathon? 13.1. 13.1 miles? Yes. Yep. And this is I think I ran that in my entire naval career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick's over there doing the math. We're like, yeah, I think that checks. Yeah, that checks. Nick's, Nick's like, I think I did point one. <laughs> <laughs> I do the bike in the wrong machine. I cheat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I do the bike every time. So I don't know about you guys, but one of our biggest things that Team RWB, at least for Groton likes, is taco socials. So we do. We, uh, You're talking about food. Tacos. You've like, kept this treasure from me this entire time ice cream social look i can't, oh, I can't. ice cream so we're gonna have sodi pop it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna watch footloose <laughs> yeah it i can't give away all my secrets like i still have to keep you know some stuff in the in the holster to you know fire off a taco like, hey, social surprise <laughs> taco social. yeah but there hasn't been one in a while though that's no, it's um since covid has happened so right now there is two chapters here in connecticut now um, we have Team RWB Groton and we have the state as a mm-hmm. whole. So um, Connecticut is considered a chapter. Uh, when I was one of the founding members of Team RWB Groton, um, I had started off as their community engagement director. Mm-hmm. And then um, shortly after that, I became their chapter captain. And I was their chapter captain for five and a half years. Stepped back um, for a year and became their communications director, did all their social media and everything, and then I became their state coordinator. Now, you're also the state coordinator for Rhode Island, too. That's new. So Wow, double <laughs> state. Yeah. So, so as of um, <laughs> January 1st, I'm now the Connecticut state coordinator, and I'm the Rhode Island state coordinator. And um, All the red, white, and blues. Yeah. All yeah. the teams. We also <laughs> yeah. have... Um, uh, Tom, who is our state coordinator, he handles uh, Massachusetts. Nice. So, and then we have Ed, um, one of our other state coordinators. He um, handles the state of New York, which is huge. Wow! How many states does uh, Team RWB this, cover? All the states. All, all the states. All, all the, the things. States. All, all the, the things. things. Yeah. <laughs> anything? Anything outside the United States, or? Um, they do have an overseas one. I'm mm-hmm. just not sure how they call it. I think it's mostly. For, you know, when you have um, some Team RWB Eagles who are deployed. Oh, okay. They, gotcha. Um, they do, like, a overseas. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, have, we actually have some listeners from overseas. We got people from Belgium. We got yeah. people in Singapore. 
you know. Um, well, I actually run in memory of um, Edwin Rivera and On Chenawong, mm-hmm. uh, two uh, Waterford residents that were um, killed in action. And On, I grew up with, he was born and raised in Thailand, came oh, to really? the United States, became a U.S. citizen, and he fought for our country, at, and he was in the Marine Corps and passed away um, in March of 2003. Wow. Over in um, Iraq. And his brother, Aw, um, Aw and I grew up, went to high school together, graduated together, and he um, wanted to get involved with Team Red Wing, right, Team Red, White, and Blue when he um, came home. Mm-hmm. So he came home um, from Thailand to visit because he had moved back to Thailand after we graduated from high school. And because he's a gold star family, um, I gifted him with a Team RWB shirt, mm-hmm. and he has worn that shirt in Thailand. Oh yeah, and has sent me pictures, and nice. it's really cool to see the eagle in Thailand. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we need to get some cover down stuff and guardian stuff out there. <laughs> oh, definitely. Cool. And that's something. I if you're the random listener from Singapore. <laughs> Message us. <laughs> we'll I, send you some stuff. I got some stuff. For you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about Team Red, White, and Blue. As a veteran, it's free to join. You don't have nice. to pay any monthly dues. There's no uh, money associated with it. It is something we want to get you out and about, not sitting at home. Or if you're new to the area in your station, let's just say at the Coast Guard Academy or at the sub base, and you want to um, get off the base and you want to get active and doing things, we're <clears> here for you. And so, as a veteran, you get the Team RWB um, Nike Dry Fit shirt up there for yeah, free. Yeah, that nice, beautiful red shirt up there that says, Enriching Veterans' Lives. And on nice. the front, it has the eagle, like my red shirt that I yeah. have on. And it is free of charge free. It's like a $35 um, shirt. All you have to pay for is the shipping. Yeah, but that's reasonable. Yeah. I'll pay $5 or whatever it's for shipping. I'm going to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your yeah. service. I'll have to get a shirt. For all you do for us. It'll look like I'm an active person. Yeah, it's comfortable. Not. Yeah, I'm a member of, of Team RWB. Are you? Yeah. Are you an active person? Do you exercise? Yeah. So I'll go out to the to the events. I'll go out to like the water station and and volunteer. Mm-hmm. So in case anyone hasn't really caught on to it yet, I mean, Allison and I are dating. She is my girlfriend. We. What? Yeah. So actually, <laughs> uh, actually, so I bet you guys sit in a tree doing that KIS. As and we sit on the couch. How do you do? <laughs> wow. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to climb down from a tree. You, you're gonna call the fire department and, and just be like, "All right, Doug, get down from the tree." Uh, Doug's stuck in a tree again. Get the hose. <laughs> um, but yeah, we actually. Um, that's how we we kind of met. Uh, but I actually like kind of annoyed her for the first year. So and then it was just. Isn't that all? How all of us like eventually fall for Doug. Like, we want, we want to you scrape can't. him off of our shoe for the first year. Yep. And then after that, we're like, no, I kind of like him. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, part of you had guidelines. <laughs> And with our Facebook page. Guideline number one. No, no Dugs. <laughs> Nothing against the Guardians of the Purple Heart, but at the time we weren't allowing other organizations to come to our Facebook page and promote themselves. Oh. And he would try How to How wooed. <laughs> so we would nicely um, 
message him back and say, listen, this is against our guidelines. We have to remove your pepper <laughs> Okay, so to defend myself, <laughs> all right, to defend Terrible myself cyber on this, harassment. right? Like, it's not my fault, though, because at the time it was... Uh, I think it was like late 2016, early 2017. This is when Facebook's platform was when you went to share a post, it you'd basically just hit page. And then on the right-hand side, uh, you could click all the pages you wanted to share it to. You would like and click then, all the pages. Yeah, I would just go through. And if it was, if I recognized the logo on the right, as a veteran organization, I would click the box or the left, I would click the box on the right. And that's all it was. It was like, click, 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 click. And you hit share. And the next thing you know, your post just went, it just dumped on all these pages. And it's not like I did it on purpose. It was just, I just got into that pattern. And then it was like a day or two later, I'd get the message and I'm like, sorry, my bad. It's I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just how everything is lined up. But then... I will admit sometimes like I saw the RWB logo and I'm like, <laughs> if it hits the page in my mindset, right. Is if it hits the page and even if it's up there for a half an hour, right. And then it gets removed. It's, it's still going to advertise for that half hour because it was, I saw their mission. I saw what they did and they, you know, they are heavily involved in the veteran community. So it was like, you know, trying to get to work with them as well. So yeah. It was love at first Facebook report. <laughs> <laughs> reporting, reporting this, reporting this. Well, this is when Logan's son still had the Black Wolves lacrosse team. Oh, we I miss them. A, we were, yeah, me too. They were having a, um, a military night, mm -hmm. and we had you know partnered up with Mohegan um, or with the Black Wolves um, to be able to offer tickets for our veterans. And nice. so we had posted everything, and I didn't check it quick enough one of our veterans reached out on the facebook page asking how do i get tickets again um to the black wolves game i didn't see it right away mm -hmm. this one over here saw it right away and said the guardians of the purple heart can take care of you <laughs> Yeah. Snake. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So again, in my defense, I want to point out this is right. a way better interaction that you had with Doug in the beginning than I did because mine was like, "Hey, Doug, call this person. They'll help you out. We'll do this and we'll do that." Sure, no problem. Saves my number in his phone for like four years or something. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this yeah. again. Yeah, I'm always gonna bring it up, okay. man. It, it, it was kind four of four years though. in his phone and didn't even realize it. So when he met me, he's like, why do, why do I have your number? Yeah, you phone? text me and I'm like, how did you get my number? Why does it say Petty Officer Sharp? Like, what <laughs> the hell's going on here? But in my defense, when it came to that Facebook post, right, it was, I saw that post, but I also looked at the time it was posted to, in relation to the time that question was asked, in relation to the current time. And it were, there was at least like a couple of hours that had passed. And I'm in the mindset of, you know, like myself, if I get amped up to go somewhere and do something, if I don't get a response or if no one like gives me information, that motivation just dies out, mm -hmm. right? Because we know a lot of veterans who suffer from that PTSD where they go out in society and they, mm -hmm. they're trying to reintegrate themselves. But if no one is there to kind of guide them through that or help them out immediately, that motivation is gone. Mm -hmm. So when I looked at all three of those factors, I was like, okay, 
I, I'm going to step in and basically say, hey, I got you tickets. At least if Allison turned around and said, Doug, don't worry about RWB has it, then I would have been like, okay, fine, great. But at least I wanted to secure tickets for this veteran and their family. And then it was, I don't want to say it was all over from there because there's like a series of events that lined up from that Black Wolves games that yeah. just, you know, just led to, to me annoying her for the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It makes so much sense, though. Yeah. I don't think Doug would do it any other way. Yeah. So that's how, you know, that's how Guardians and Team Red, White, and Blue paired up. So Team Red, White, and Blue, super focused on um, the the physical fitness and, yeah. and the, the physical health. But you also have a, a huge focus on, on mental health yeah. for veterans, yeah. right? You want to talk about that for a little bit? So, um I've actually learned more about mental health dating uh, Doug with PTSD and um, also learning it from working in that environment now. I actually work in the mental health and substance abuse recovery. Mm-hmm. So um, it is an eye-opening experience now that I, when I first started with Team Red, White and Blue, I questioned RWB. Um, whether or not I was fit for this position or not. Mm. I'm not a veteran. I'm a civilian. Yep. You want a civilian leading a veteran organization. and Hey, I know how you feel because I, I joined the Guardians and I was like, I don't know, I half-assed a naval career for almost 11 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> Doug's over here, you know, doing crazy-ass stuff, you know. They had faith in me when I didn't have faith in myself. And... Um, as a leader, you grow. Um, you have challenges. Um, not, you know, I've had my difficulties, but you mm. learn and you move forward. And the mental health aspect of it all has been a huge eye-opening experience. And I have so much appreciation now for a lot for everybody in the military that has suf- uh, suffered some type of mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's where I like where we can get together and we can chit-chat. I, when Doug and I first started dating, um, we went and saw Zach Brown band up in Boston at Fenway. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, um, at the time, I didn't pick up on this. It was something, we were with other Eagles, mm-hmm. Team Red, White, and Blue, and they noticed his anxiety skyrocket. And Crowds they, of people? Yep. Yeah, 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 yep. And they formed a circle around him. Oh. Yeah. It was it was insane because it was we That's we were coming adorably out. sweet and very moving actually. I don't <laughs> we want to make were, a joke about that. It, yeah, we were coming out like the concert had ended and we were coming uh we were actually making our way out of the uh, stadium and then all of a sudden um really turned into a really great fun of my Nate Nate and he just immediately looked and then he just noticed like when I get into that that mode it was just like that hyper hyper vigilance that just skyrocketed and he noticed a change in my my demeanor Mm -hmm. and then he turned around and he was like are you okay and I went I just I didn't say anything and all of a sudden he just turns around to like two or three other eagles and he just kind of snaps his fingers and points Mm -hmm. and immediately it was those four people just immediately went, went right to my back. Yeah. And they were kind of, it was kind of like herding cattle at this point. They just kind of like pushed me through. It's, and it was like, when we got outside, I, my back was against a Jersey barrier and they still formed mm-hmm. like a, I guess a bubble like in front of me and anyone who was coming close, they kind of like merged together. So no one could get like within a three, four foot radius. Well, let's talk about that for a moment because a lot of people, a lot of people are familiar, you know, with uh, 
post-traumatic stress disorder or, mm-hmm. or PTSD, but not a lot of people are, are familiar with uh, hypervigilance, yep. which was like a key thing, right? And people, for those of you who are watching, understand that, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not always, um, it's not always combat that will do this to you um, or will have this type of effect on you. But that sometimes it's, it's just a matter of continuous year after year after year of being in the same mindset on a constant basis, mm-hmm. which either one is necessary for your job or two necessary for your survival. Exactly. In the case of us, it's a little bit of both. Right. But like what that does, what that's like, you know, so they formed a circle around you. I can only imagine what's going through your head. Like you walk into a crowd and like the first thing you're thinking of is where's the exits. Yeah. I need to know what those are. Yep. What's behind me. Who's behind me. You know, what's that man carrying over there? Yep. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I personally would like, like to just kind of touch upon that for a second. If anybody wants to, well, you also go at what I've learned with him as well. When you go to a restaurant, he has to be facing the door. Yep. Um, so I always ask him, do you want to sit there? Mm-hmm. He looks around. He's like, yes, this is where I'm going to sit. Um, you know, it's just, just looking at having that compassion, the empathy, being able to look at somebody and being like, are you okay? Do mm-hmm. you need to talk about this? What can we do for you? And um, just speaking about, you know, one eagle, we did a leadership training mm-hmm. in um, in uh, Lake George, I think it was, in New York. Mm-hmm. And we were up there and this person didn't want to be hugged. This person didn't really want to talk about mm-hmm. um, things. And by the end of the the long weekend that we were there after our leadership training, this eagle started opening up. Yeah. And then I saw um, we interacted again a year later in Philadelphia during another leadership mm. gathering, and the 180 yeah. that they did during this time. That's awesome. Was like, oh my goodness. Um, it was another instance. We went to New York City for the Veterans Day Parade. Oh, this was awesome. Yeah. This he was, was awesome. Oh, yeah. Squirt. Um, was part of, um, hugely part of the Veterans Day Parade. Uh, one of our eagles is one of um, the leading people who helps put this parade on. And Mike Irwin was actually the Grand Marshal. So a lot of people came out to support mm. Mike and our organization. And John Escalante, he is an amazing eagle. Um, there is a photo of him wearing his Marine Corps uniform. Oh, beautiful photo, dude. He yeah. is oh my God. going like this, and it has the team art of do, do we have that photo? I do. I yeah, Nick, can yeah. you put that up? Yeah, you know, it is. It, like, you look at it, yeah. and it just gives you chills. Just, like, the, just the, yeah. the emotional impact and, like, the nice. message. And it's just, when they say a picture says a thousand words, yeah. like, this, Sometimes this that, that, it says I mean, more. It's home. Like, yeah, I like, mean, whoa, it's just, that, like. That, that did a lot. Photography is beautiful. Like <laughs> and we have legends within Team Red White. Nice. Like this guy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, John said, Doug was off. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to be walking in the parade. Instead, he put us up on um, one of the floats. Yep. So Doug wasn't in that crowd. Yeah. I mean, it was cool because it was like he picked up on it. He sensed it. He knew just, and I didn't have to say anything, right? It was just my actions and my demeanor. Because it's like when that hypervigilance just skyrockets, it's my eyes are darting back and forth. I'm looking around. I'm constantly going over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm counting people. I'm like, there's a million oh, things my, happening. people counting, man. And it's... <laughs> 
And then all of a sudden, Allison turns around and she was just like, hey, come with me. And I'm like, where are we going? She's mm-hmm. like, come with me. So we come out of the crowd and then they were like, go up there on that float. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you serious? And it, it wasn't like, I don't know. It was just weird because it was just like that situation mm-hmm. put me in like a bucket list situation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm writing a flow on Veterans Day in New York City. And it was just like, this, well, this could I, I be. A, <laughs> a, a, a moment that would have been potentially a, a bummer turned into something pretty awesome and memorable yeah, yeah. it was it was pretty it was pretty amazing, pretty not, amazing. and it's not uh, hyper vigilance it, it always isn't always the case of of like crowds you know or um something no you know, crazy going on it's it's just it's the way it's conversations right like we like you're 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 in a conversation right with a loved one or a friend or something and you're, like you're in an area and all you do is listen to every other conversation mm-hmm. that's going on because your, your brain is so trained to pay attention to everything in your surroundings. But it's not only that, everything. too. It's like, and it, it doesn't, it's not like you get shut off. No. Because, and she gets annoyed with me all the time. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, I'm, we'll be watching TV, watching a movie, mm-hmm. watching something, and all of a sudden I'm like, they just messed up. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And I'll rewind the TV and I'll say, okay, watch, watch the earpiece in that person's yeah. ear. And you'll see just just the thing that goes over their ear, mm-hmm. you'll see it. It'll be hanging off, going yeah. on, hanging off, and it switches between. Oh, we were scenes. watching Mists of Avalon the other day, and I pointed that out. There's yeah, really, it's supposed to be like these people in like medieval times running up this, you know, this stone pathway up into the mountains, and you can see that the. <laughs> the galvanized steel handrail that's wrapped really poorly <laughs> in like plastic leaves to make yep. it look like it's not there. And I'm like, Hey, look, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, that, it's, that's, it's that's always there. Like my wife will talk to me and I'll have to stop and I'll be like, Hey, I, I, I'm sorry, but I wasn't paying attention because I was like, I was hearing my kids conversation, hearing the conversation of the dude that was pumping gas behind me. Like, and it's, it's just all of that at once. Cause we get, so trained to, to focus on everything and just be aware yeah. that situational awareness yep. becomes so high that it becomes kind of a problem. Yeah. And I think that's one great thing about team RWB too, is that they know that, mm-hmm. right? So they're, they're Eagle leaders, people within the organization, other veterans, they know that and they see it. So it's like when you show up to these events, it's not just, Hey, we're here for a rock or we're here for a run or kayaking or whatever. It's that unspoken mindset where it's just like, Yep, I know you served. I got you, and it's always looking out for the yeah, other I'm person. Just, I, I'm sorry. I'm like I'm still kind of re- replaying that in my head, at, like of that that non that moment where like no one really speaks, but everybody just does what they knew they had yep. to do to help the person. Yeah, and that's that's just awesome. Yeah, like that's that's great. Like you know, you don't have to make a big deal about this, but yeah, you know, just help them out. When you um, when you come out to your first event. We like to be there to welcome you. And something that I've always put in when a new eagle shows up is I walk with them mm-hmm. and I talk to them. Okay, what did you serve in the military? Uh, what did you do in the military? Which branch were with you, uh, were you with? Where are you from? Uh, what do you enjoy doing? Uh, do you have a family? Mm-hmm. Just asking all those questions because in the eight years I've been with the organization, I've seen marriages. I've seen families start um, promotions, deployments, yeah. uh, retirement, transfers, moves. 
you know, we've said goodbye to Eagles, but we're not really saying goodbye because we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. um, you're just going off somewhere else. One and you guys are all over the place, so that's yeah. perfect. So if they want to keep keep going and keep being part of that one thing, yeah. it's no matter where they go. And like, yeah. And if it's not there, if there's not a physical chapter there, we have virtual events. So Team RWB has an app. So you can go to, um, the, to the app store and you can download Team RWB's app. Mm -hmm. And right there, it's like our own little Facebook world. You can do chit chats. Um, you can see what's going on in your area. You can see what's going on in other chapters. Like I like to see what's what's going on in Springfield because Springfield borderlines Connecticut. So we have Connecticut Eagles that are participating in the Springfield events. So I'd like to see what's going on there. Um, Virtually, you can see what's going on. Um, like we've been doing some a lot of virtual events um, that are fun to do. Um, they are. We have a couple going on. Actually, we have Take Flight going on right now, and that's about movement, nutrition, mindfulness, and sleep. Uh, we also have. Tag What's that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they have it when you go on uh, the app. What's sleep? Yeah, I know. I have a Fitbit. My sleep's not always great. I can't track my sleep with my with my watch because I can't. Yeah, your sleep. watch will turn around and be like, "You done?" <laughs> no, I just I end up taking my watch off in my sleep after True. The time. Well, then you had Nico um, here last week. Nico is big into our Taji One Hundred. What's that? So it's um, from February first to the twenty eighth. You walk, jog, run, hike, or you do the elliptical, 100 miles. In the month of February. Month it's of February. tough. It's tough because you, you have to do over, I think it's just about four miles a day. And I did it one year, and it was it was difficult. But, yeah. like, you hit that 50-mile mark. I mean, we can if you want. February like, first. starts February 1st, but it's like you but have you to, to dedicate weight. four miles per day. Or if you skip a day or miss a day, mm -hmm. that four miles has to be tacked on to like Saturday or Sunday. So now you're mm -hmm. now you're doing like eight miles Damn. that day. But it, it's it's fun though because once you hit that hundred mile mark, you're yeah. like, I just did a hundred well, miles in like, twenty eight like days. Exercising anyways. It's all it's always more fun. Yeah. When you do it with somebody else, like having a gym buddy. When you're lifting it, it was was great. Yeah, I love Taji. I love Taji. Um, I love seventeen seventeen uh, the seventeen seventy six challenge. I also love Taji too. I think that's really cool. But <laughs> you run a mile, free a nation. Run a mile, free a nation. Seventy <laughs> six well, is in June, and it's eighteen days, eighteen exercises, totaling one thousand seven hundred and seventy six reps. I think that's kind of cool how they work that out. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> There's so much math there. there. So, Too many numbers. I gave up because my brain hurt, not because my body. <laughs> I'm just here for the tacos. Yeah. Nick's still stuck on the taco social. Taco reps. But if you're a veteran or a civilian, just go to team, um, teamrwb.org. You can join. Yeah. Download the app. And you can see everything that is going on. The out. app. You know, you're not, she's not allowed to come back on the, on the show anymore. Why? Because she, she comes out here with all this friggin' swag, these t-shirts, a Yeti cup, these bracelets, an, a phone app. Yeah. Like, but I'm going to just ask right now, does Team RWB 
have a shirt that says it's pickle time. No, they don't. Exactly. No. So who needs to step up their game? That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm just kidding, RWB. I love you. <laughs> don't cancel us. But yeah, no, we'll no. we'll put we'll put links in the description. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and anything else that that uh, our viewers can can go to or click on to to get more information and about yeah. them. Yeah, you have you know. our Groton chapter, Dave Helner, our um, chapter captain's great. He's an army veteran, mm-hmm. so he um, does some great uh, uh, events. And he does some hikes actually in Rhode Island, and then he does some walks uh, right with right here in Groton, mm-hmm. and um, right at Sneakers Cafe on Thursday nights. That's uh, something that we pair up with the Mohegan Starters. You don't you don't have to be a member to participate in these events. No, you don't have to be a member, um, and you also don't have to be a veteran. You can be a civilian too to join. Um, but you can come out, see if it's something that you'd be interested in partaking in and getting more involved. And we're always looking for um, members. We're looking at how we can um, outreach more to our veteran community, uh, partnering up with local organizations. Uh, we've been part of the North Vet Council. Um, like I said, Mohegan Striders we've paired up with. Um, Valhalla MC, we've been working with them out of Wallingford. So it's yeah. They also come out to like the, the poker run too, like yeah. the after party. Yeah, they'll set up information f- table and stuff like of that. Ours. Yeah, yeah. So it's just being Team RWB has the ego. We're out there. We're there for you. Just if you have a question, you can reach out to myself. You can reach out to Dave mm. um, locally, or you can reach out to our national level. Nice of Team RWB. Yeah. And the cool thing is, too, is like we've been in the store and that, again, this is where that hypervigilance takes over, right? Mm-hmm. We're in the checkout line or we're standing there and I don't know what she's doing, you know, looking at something and all of a sudden I'll see somebody walk through the door and they're wearing the RWB shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, RWB. And the next thing you know, she just goes running over to that person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. If you're wearing the shirt and I'm wearing the shirt and we cross each other in the eye, we're like, ah. Yeah. Ah. 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 It's like that Spider-Man meme. Everyone's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was so cool one time. We were over by Panera, and somebody's car had died, and Doug had gotten out to see if he could help, you know, mm. push this car. And then all of a sudden, this person gets out of their vehicle, and they're wearing the Team RWB shirt. And I have a picture of uh, Doug, his son Nick, and this eagle. Um, pushing this vehicle. It was funny. It was like the RWB and the Guardians logo pushing this car up a hill and whatnot. But it was just kind of weird because it was like, you know, RWB comes in as we're standing there helping this individual. And then we're like, oh, we're associated with RWB. And it was like that immediate connection, right? Mm -hmm. That immediate family feel to, all right, let's get this person taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome. We're definitely a family of eagles. And... Uh, lifelong friends made at this organization all over the United States, even um, overseas as well. Wow, and I thought what we had was special. Turns out it's just everywhere. No, what we have is awkward. (laughs) 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 I mean, let's call it what it is. It's just, it's weird and it's awkward, but I love it. It's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I love it though. It's great. That's awesome. So yeah, no, well, I'll, I'll definitely have to come check out some events this year. Do you got any like big ones come up? Are these all reoccurring things, or you just ever, you pop them up here and there? We or? pop up um, here and there. I'm um, hoping to find some stuff to do in Rhode Island. Definitely doing flags in and flags out for Memorial Day at mm-hmm. the state um, at the state cemetery. 
I'd like to do things for the state of Connecticut. I'd like to do things more in Middletown. It's like the middle of the state. Um, people can come right there to um, meet or like in November, um, hoping to do the APK uh, 5K. Um, yeah, it's just for the state of Connecticut, we technically are supposed to host maybe two events a year. Mm -hmm. I try to do it quarterly or a little bit more than that because I'm trying to bring awareness to Team RWB, trying to bring the eagle back out into the state of Connecticut. I yeah. think during COVID, we got hit. Um, being right next to the MP Center of New York City. Oh, yeah. And um, just trying to um, get, our, get our awareness back out there again. Um, I started running again uh, in November and carrying the American flag. And people are like, why do you run with the American flag? I don't run for time anymore. I run for purpose. <laughs> you don't, you don't run with the American flag? That's I don't <laughs> run at all. Like, I'll carry it. I walk with it. And that's the Who thing. doesn't run with the American and flag nowadays? I mean, come on. And that's the beautiful thing, too. It's like you show up, and like when we first started dating and I started coming out to these events, they were like, oh, we're going for a run. And I was like, I can't run. I've been through three back surgeries and two spinal fusions, and I still have issues. And it was okay great we'll walk with you and it wasn't like you were left there to walk by yourself even if someone did show up to run they were like nope we're gonna walk nice and they they take the time to listen to your story or they just i mean it doesn't matter what you talk about you're they don't leave you alone it's i'll be just, a walking partner well, yeah let's go i mean let's do it oh my knees hurt the American run. flag has also been used um we've been invited to hold the national uh, hold the flag for the national yep. anthem so the Nyanic Boardwalk 5K, we yeah. held the flag for that. Jingle Bell 5K asks us to come with the Brian da uh, Daigle Foundation. Yep. So um, you know, it's it's a great it's a great symbol that honestly lifts some people up. Yeah. I remember this last year, I decided I was like, you know what. You know, I got I got Rhonda. For those of you who don't know, Rhonda's the name of my truck. Um, <laughs> so I got my truck, you know, and it's like the Fourth of July week. And I just strapped an American flag to the back of it and just drove that thing everywhere. I have a trailer hitch yeah. where you can put three of them. Yep. Oh, I want to go one of those so bad. But, yeah. you know, and, and I, I'm proud of it. I'm cool and stuff. And then yeah. and one day I'm coming out of work and I stop at the gas station real quick. And as I'm, like, pulling out, some older gentleman, like, steps in front of my truck and, like, stops me. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing, you know? And then he just gives me the thumbs up. He's like, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> He's like, awesome. He's like, we need to see more of that. And I'm yep. like, you know, if, if that's if that made your day, if I'm glad. And I know I got people, you know, like when I was driving down the highway, it's waving in the back. People are like, yeah. I'm like, well, right, you know, awesome. get get hyped up. Well, you know? it's awesome when little kids ask their parents, why is she running with an American flag? And I'm like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> and it's so cool. Or when somebody salutes you when you're running with the American flag. Hell yeah. Um, it's. It's very powerful when you're running with the flag, wearing team red, white, and blue. Yeah, the, the, the spirit, the spirit, the red, white, and the, blue. The spirit of being American is is not gone. No. It will never go away, and it's no. just it takes just little moments like that to kind of bring it out in people. Yeah. It's just because it's not it's not publicly displayed as much as it used to be. Yeah. But I feel like that's slowly been changing over the years. It's becoming a little bit more and more prevalent. So, yep. especially yeah. now with with so many people um, popping up with organizations like team red, white, and blue and like the guardians and stuff to, to look out, to take after or to take care of the veterans. Great. Cause it's kind of unprecedented, right? We've been, it was 20, 20 years of combat. All right. People, yep. people going entire careers. Exactly. Uh, which 
in the history of America has never really been done. Yep. Yeah, where it's just, it's constant. Uh, we were at Two Brothers the, the other day, and a guy pulled up in a Jeep, and his license plate said six tours. Yep. And I was like, holy crap. Like, so, like, that's, you know, the fact that we just have so many people like that, I think, is what's causing a lot of this. A lot, yeah. you know, to people to step up, to do these good things, to help out this community and stuff. Yeah. And that's and the one I, thing that, like, I like this it. is, like, the perfect example of why we started this podcast, too, yeah. was to have people like Allison come on and talk about Team RWB and talk about these various veteran organizations that are out there that mm-hmm. people might not know about. I mean, I think- and I, I will repay the favor, like, any event you have coming up, you can share it to our Facebook mm-hmm. page, and I won't I won't get mad. I'll just send you a text <laughs> and be like, hey, this is not a, you but, know, we can't do this. No, I'm think- just kidding. I think think I'm proud to know that we as a nation have learned our lesson from Vietnam. Yep. All right. Because we don't, we don't treat, you know, the, the men and women who return home the same way, you know, and we take everything that they've done, did very seriously and everything they're going through afterwards very seriously. Exactly. And uh, I'm proud to know that as a country, we, we have, we have grown from that moment so much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're turning backwards to go look at those people that we might have missed, like we're doing with our with our recipient, right? Yep. Vietnam exactly. vet. Exactly. Vietnam so, vet. Yep. Well, don't worry, buddy. We're going to take care of you. Good old Mobodine. <laughs> Mobodine. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's 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 been wonderful having you on the show. Well, thank you. You know, thanks for thanks for talking about this. It's definitely something that I'll probably join you guys with. Yeah. You know, I'm all about. Yeah, definitely. That. Come on out. You know, it's, you know, being, it's great. You know, being part of a part of the community is a great thing. Um, I urge any veteran out there. Or not, um, but if you are a veteran and you've you've transitioned to civilian life um, and you're having a hard time of it for whatever reason, I highly recommend you reach out to to some local local groups that do things like we do. Yep. Because man, does it just kind of find that missing puzzle piece for you? Exactly. Just kind of complete you. But you also don't have to be somebody who's transitioned out if you're active. If you're active duty. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. we got we got we got some active duty guys. Yep. in the organization as well. So yeah, we'd love to have them in. It'd be great. Be great. Awesome. You got anything else, Doug? Uh, Before we I close think, up shop for the I day. I think that's it. I think I'm good. Yeah. I'm sorry for annoying you. Not really. <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna keep doing it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, your first mistake was you fed him. That's how he keeps coming back. Yeah. So. True. <laughs> Just give him a pickle and tell him to go away. Can I have the pickles? <laughs> Which ones? No, the small ones. The emotional support yeah. pickles? No, emotional support pickles. I don't need to be emotionally supported right now. Okay. You just want the spice of pickles. I like these ones. All right. Well, uh, that's about do it for today. Guys, thank you so much for, for tuning in to Covered Down. Uh, we hope to see you on our next episode, episode five. Uh, and we're going to continue to talk about these awesome things, bring more people on. Uh, if you're out there in the world and you see a vet, shake their hands. Uh, We've already established multiple times. It's the fourth time now. You do not have to shake Doug's in mind. Though we might randomly just shake yours, and you don't even know who we are. Um, but as usual, uh, America, stay proud, stay grateful. We'll see you next time. See you next time.